హార్తి ఫ్రెటర్నల్ గ్రీటింగ్స్ అండ్ గుడ్ విషెస్ టు ఆల్ ది బ్రదర్స్ అండ్ ది సిస్టర్స్ దెర్ ఈస్ ఏ వెరీ గుడ్ క్లీన్సింగ్ ఇన్ ది యాంబియన్స్ ది రెయిన్ హెల్ప్ డస్ టు హ్యావ్ అన్ ఔటర్ అండ్ ఇన్నర్ క్లీన్సింగ్ and now we are into a very comfortable weather and it should enable us to gain the needed stability as i have been speaking to you the nature in us is not stable unstable it is ever changing nature but don't think that all nature is and unstable and ever stable there is a part of nature which is stable there is a part of nature which is unstable and there is a part of nature which is very quixotic very erratic no calm no regular nothing just as we see like the nature with the children the the girls who are seated on the other side they are stable in their nature then the boys whom we see <coughs> sitting on the left side the shows generally the male nature is less stable than the female nature this is one understanding if there is more and more stability in us we are fit to experience the beauty of awareness and existence when we are when there is no stability in us we cannot experience anything inner stability is a great quality which enables us to experience i was speaking to you about the inner movements in the body then the outer movements are all quieted then only you can perceive the inner movements most of the person members who are in prayer they do not perceive the inner movements because their mind is moving in the outer world it is always in movement therefore the first step is to make it enter into that's what initiation is the very meaning of the word initiation is to enter into so to enter into our own being is the first step that is the first initiation as long as you cannot enter into you you haven't done anything in terms of the so called occult or spiritual practice it has to be very necessary that we enter into and then observe the movements as we observe the movements slowly all movements culminate into one movement that is pulsation and the pulsation as the deeper you are in your stability it has a natural tendency to move up and then stays stable at the brow center at the brow center when the inner movement is also stable only then the light is experienced
only then the light is experienced. There has to be outer stability, there has to be inner stability, and then we have the light, as I was speaking to you about, the electric light which is so stable as compared to the oil lamp that we have, it's a flickering flame, but the electric flame is, does not flicker. Just like in the olden days we had Petromax light, where we have the flame, with the help of which the mantle is lightened. Once the mantle is lightened, the light is much more brilliant, much more stable, and there is no flickering in it. Likewise in us, <coughs> the ability to sit is most important in the path of Master Siddhi. The ability to sit. Just like Ramana Maharshi says, Urakundapa. Urakundapa. Varakundapa does not mean that you are physically stable. Itself is difficult, as we see with many, even the elders. They move this way, they move that way, they do like this, they do like this. Or they will be scratching their head or scratching here, scratching there. And sometimes they open their eyes and see around what others are doing. Like that all the outer movement is the most outside. But then it has to be slowly by regular sitting. The most important part of the yoga is that we should be able to sit regularly. Very regularly we should be able to sit. Try to sit as many times as possible and see how stable you are in your Sthira-sukha-vāsanam is the dictum, it's the instruction of Patanjali. You should be able to sit stable, you should be able to sit comfortable. Sit comfortable, sit stable, initially it is physical. But then, sitting stable in the mind, sitting stable in the mind, that means you don't let the mind to wander around, wander. There is a lot of wandering when we close our eyes normally because we are accustomed to that kind of wandering over years. That's why we cannot really stay stable with Him. To stay stable physically is one thing, to stay stable mentally is another. There are emotions that cause lot of movement inside. And there are thoughts that keep coming and then they are put to movement. When the inner movements are all, when they all cease, you have only one movement. That is the natural movement in you, which is your pulsation, not even respiration. Not even respiration. Respiration becomes so subtle when the movements tend to be still. When there is a very fast movement of thought, there is fast movement of respiration also. If your thoughts are very speedy, your respiration is also speedy. When your thoughts slow down, your respiration also slows down. <coughs> That's how initially people do programs of meditation to still your 
mind, to reduce the speed of your mind, they recommend that you apply your mind upon respiration and you tend to make slow respiration. Slow. When the respiration is slow, the speed of the mind is also slowed down. When the speed of mind slows down, the respiration also slows down further. They, they affect each other in either way. In either way. When you are in anxiety, when the mind is at great speed, so you, you, you come to the point of even gasping, isn't it? When you have a lot of anger in you and you are trying to express, the whole system changes. All emotions cause tremendous movement within you, all emotions, negative emotions. So therefore, the very path suggests that you slow down your natural, the, the, the nature's movement in you. For that what is important is, though it is sometimes very disgusting, in the initial years you sit long. Sit longer. Sit down and then see how the movement of your energy is in terms of emotions, in terms of thought, and then apply your mind upon respiration because it is one rhythmic functioning in you that is happening. Make the respiration as slow, as deep, and as uniform, and as soft as you can, then the mind slowly cools down. Today you tell each other now, cool, cool, cool like that, isn't it? Cool, Baba, cool like that, and say. What is cool? The cool comes only when the mind reduces its speed and comes down to a state where it is almost still. When the mind is still with the help of respiration, the respiration is also stilled by the mind. They are complementary to each other. Just like when you are in a great emotion, the speed of your thought causes it. Uh, a very speedy movement of your respiration resulting in heart problems. When there is very, very a shocking news, your mind is agitated and it also agitates your respiratory system and therefore you get into a gasping situation, you cannot get the breath. So therefore these two inners, the movement of mind, the movement of respiration, they are interdependent and are complementary to each other. One can destroy the other, one can vitalize the other. The respiration can vitalize the mind. The mind can strengthen the respiration. Good respiration is very good for vitality. Good respiration is very important for vitality. It is because of the we, on, we do not really breathe well, we only breathe one-fourth of our lungs. If we breathe well, you, you get in more pranic energy and then you are more vitalized. When you are more vitalized, your mind is also more again alert and 
is able to comprehend better. Likewise, the mind, when it is cooling down, it also helps the respiration to find its right rhythm. And both the, the mind as well as the respiration, they, they get back into their source, which is called pulsation. So pulsation is the innermost movement in us. Spandana, that's what we call. Spandana is the innermost movement in us. When you get to spandana and you relate to spandana, then what happens? You are at the temple door. You are entering into the inner chamber relating to it, which is called the temple which exists in you. So relating to the pulsation, when you stay quiet, the nature's movement is not as before. As before. That's why this is said to be the fourth step in yoga, pranayama, meaning the regu- prana regulated. It's not breathing exercise. Pranayama is not breathing exercise. It enables us to reach a state where the pulsation is at work and the respiration and the mind, they are very subtly existing and you don't perceptibly feel the respiration. This should happen to us if our nature is really quiet. And for yogis, you don't even feel their pulse. They are so deep in, within themselves. When you touch, when you find, try to find that their wrist, their pulsation, you don't find it because they go deep down into subtle pulsation. Subtle pulsation, they get into this subtle pulsation through the pulsation with which they associate. Our awareness is generally in mind. It keeps moving out all the time. What is it that is moving out? With mind as the vehicle, we, the awareness, are moving all around. <coughs> we have to bring it back. We have to bring it back. Just like a wandering boy, at the end of the day, somewhere in the midnight, he comes home. Likewise, we consciously we have to bring it back. That is the first step in yoga. To bring it back, we take the we we grip the respiration in us. As we grip the respiration and conduct slow respirations, we need to have time for this. Yoga does not just happen as such, unless the processes are adapted to. So bring it down and then relate it to respiration and slow down the respiration, the mind also slows down. The slowed down respiration and the slowed down mind find their birthplace in pulsation. Pulsation is the doorway into the inner man which you... He is inner to the outer man. See, you all know that there is an inner man and an outer man. The inner man is Akshara Purusha, the outer man is Shara Purusha. Of whom I was speaking to you in the morning. The outer man withers away and dies. The inner man does not. 
But if a part of you is in the outer, if a part of you when it is stuck, you are also stuck with it. <coughs> when you are coming out of, say, a fiery house, where there is fire, if some part of you is stuck at the door, what happens? You are burnt up. So we should be able to withdraw in a manner where you would be able to enter completely into the inner chamber relating to you, where your original exists. The Purusha exists there with subtle pulsation. Akshara Purusha's nature is stable. Shara Purusha's nature is unstable. Akshara Purusha's nature is stable and he tends to be stabler and even stabless. Stabler and stabless. When you enter into your own being, then the, the awareness takes to a different state of quietitude. Different state of quietitude. When you get the habit of being there all the time, then you are able to experience certain perceptions which were otherwise not available to you. We speak of extra-sensory perceptions. These extra-sensory perceptions are possible only when you have developed the habit of sitting deep down in your pulsation. Only when your nature, which is unstable, has gained somewhat stability. That means your nature is cooperating with you. Unless your nature cooperates with you, you cannot gain the independence of which I was speaking to yesterday evening. The independence is from yourself. You have to be you should be liberated from yourself, that's all. Not from anything. Because a part of you is bound, a part of you is unbound. The, the bound, the, the one that is in bondage shall have to withdraw to relate to that unbound part in you so that you remain intact within your own being. Long years of practice of sitting is therefore recommended. Aditya Varne Tapasavabhijato, isn't it? The more you do tapas, the more the light manifests. And we are therefore, the ultimate step in all yoga leads to beyond pranayama. Beyond pranayama. That's where you are withdrawn into your own being. When you are withdrawn into your own being, it is called pratyahara. Pratyahara. Absorption into your own being. Your tail is now no more wagging. Just like the dog's tail always wags, isn't it? It cannot stay same. Only when there is fear, it turns it inward, isn't it? Likewise, in yoga practice, we bring it back. That part of us which is projected into the object world is gradually brought back into ourselves. And then we comfortably sit inside. 
comfortable sitting inside and relating to the muse of the pulsation. The muse of pulsation. That is how it is said, from Yajur Veda you have now come to Sama Veda. You do, you do your karyam karma, as I explained. You do your obligations outside, but when there are no obligations in a particular point of time, you should be able to withdraw at will and stay within. This has to be done as a practice. Then we move from being in Janoloka slowly to Kapoloka. We need to get into, when we get inside, we first time meet with certain forces within ourselves. Within ourselves, right from the heart center to the throat center, as I explained to you, the upper torso is full of forces, the lower torso is full of material, the head is full of consciousness, consciousness, force and matter. So from matter we have moved into, into the force center where the force of the air enables you to move up. Until you get into the chamber of your heart with the help of respiration and pulsation, you would not be getting into the inner chamber. Once you get into the inner chamber, there is a vertical ladder. The sound of the rain is more on account of the shed outside. On this side you don't listen so much of the sound of rain, but on that side you listen to the sound of the rain more because it is falling on the temporary structure we have made. So maybe it would be helpful if you increase the volume a bit. <coughs> so when you are deep down into your own being, then you, you relish, you relish prayer, you relish relating to the, the light in the head, not until then, not until then. This is what we call ruchi, the, 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 the taste for the light which exists in your head. Here's now jau, as I explained to you full of light, electric light, electric light. So sitting quietly and relating to the light in the head is one practice. Taking the help of respiration, getting into the heart center and then sitting there and through a tunnel which is in an upward fashion, assume that the light is getting into you and you follow that path of life and move forward with the help of the life and with the help of the Master. This is another way by which, in either way, the destination is to come to the growth center. You can straight away close your eyes and imagine that your two eyebrows are like the two um, skylines over which there is the sky and you get the light of the sky at the forehead. As you, you can visualize the light of the sky, because it, akasha means, kash means light. Kash is light. 
So Akasha is full of light. Above the eyebrows, we have such a permeable light, permeating light. Relate to it in its junction point at the brow and keep looking at it. And when your thought takes you away, come back and set it over here. When your thought again goes away, come back and set it over here. Again the thoughts go away, but set it over here. This is a patience game. Patience game. The patience enables the, the, the fixation of the awareness at the growth center. That's why we say abhyasa. Abhyasa is practice. Abhyasa is associated with Saturn. Persons who have strong Saturn are able to regularly practice. Regularity is the fundamental quality of Seneshwara. He gives the, as I said in the morning, the stability, sthira, sthiravara, I was explaining in the morning. He gives that stability to the unstable energy. That's why initially this step has to be achieved. Once you are able to sit with the taste as you close your eyes and look around the center of the eyebrows, above the center of the eyebrows, and see that it is a blue sky. Just relate to that blue sky. As your awareness is fixed over there, your pulsating principle also moves over there, because the pulsating principle is but an offshoot of the awareness principle. There are two, there is a silver thread which we call the awareness principle and there is the golden thread which we call the life principle. One is sutra-atma, another is the prana-atma. Prana-sutra, chaitanya-sutra. When you are fixed with the light at the forehead, when you regularly practice it and when you are fairly gaining stability, normally you are Pulsating principle also comes and joins <clears throat> The other way is we take to the pulsating principle, conduct pratyahara, and through pratyahara you reach the growth center which is called dharana. When you are able to hold your awareness at the forehead, it is said that you are in a dharana state, meaning that you are able to hold. This has to be practiced. Many number of times it is said it is no use. It has to be practiced. For it, for it to be practiced, you need to cut down, you have to tailor your outer life. If you are excessively with the outer life, the awareness goes up. That's where the statement of make your outer program a minimum program. Don't spread it. And all that program, let it be a meaningful program, a use, a program of welfare, so that you are not dispersed too much. The, the work that we do in the outer world shall have to be for the benefit of the surrounding beings. That's the only work that is intended by creation. Ajnardham kuru karmani. 
of the state, they are always demanded by the outer life, isn't it? Or you happen to be a, a governing head of a province like a district collector, you are always in demand. Or you, you happen to be a police officer, such a difficult job these days, such a difficult job. We only blame police, but if we see their plight, they are in such a horrible condition. They are pulled here and hither and hither, and they are not allowed really to function. With that kind of situation, yoga practice is more difficult. More difficult. So therefore, do not think of excessive expansion into outer life in the name of business, in the name of vocation, all that. Concise it to your purposes so that we have time to practice. You should find time to practice, it is your problem. That's what the, the teacher says. Finding time to sit and to practice is your problem. It's not the work of the Master. If you come and sit, he is available to work with you. He cannot run around to a city market, to Lal Bhag or Kabban Park, or to all those places which you move. If you come into your own being, the Master is there to help you. That's where we have to be very choosy among the activities that we have, what is essential, what is non-essential. Non-essential activities shall have to be gently, slowly tailored. tailored. And when you are regularly the prayer, the Master also helps you get. We have many instances like that. If you are too much involved with the the society, normally the Master, what he does is, he causes a transfer to you. It happened to me. There you don't have any associations unless you start again fresh associations. Isn't it? That's why the transfer becomes compulsory. Since you have developed too many roots into objectivity, sometimes if you are regular with your prayer, for your own benefit he causes change of place. The change of place enables you to start afresh. There was an insurance agent in Vishakhapatnam. Maybe I spoke of it to you. He was not only doing insurance business, he was also doing a lot of real estate business. He was also doing some tires business, sellers selling of tires. He was doing an insurance man, he is a very market-oriented man, isn't it? General insurance. 
So he was also selling other products and he developed many roots. And when he wanted to take the path of the Master, and when he he asked me to take take him to Master Ike, I said, if you if you take to the path of Master Sivivi, he has different ways of cutting you off from the society, and you should be prepared for it. Should be prepared for it. No, no, yoga is more important than all this. Is. We say, but when it happens, we are like fish out of the water. <clears throat> so I took him to the master. Master gave him the mantra. And touch but within one week, he got the transfer from Vishayapatam to Balari. It was so much disturbed. Because real estate is there. Tax business is there, some other business is there, so many entanglements, and you want yoga. So the master decided to pull him up and replant him. Uproot and replant. It was such a shock to him, he took Almost one year for him to absorb it, nevertheless he had to move, there is no alternative. Sometimes the master is very stubborn, he has your efforts to stay put in the same place with your heart, all the influences you have, they don't work. Your prayers don't work, nothing works, you have to go. Eventually, having been transferred to Ballari, he was more and more into yoga. And he led a full life and he departed in a satisfying manner. So why I say this, too much of rooting into objectivity doesn't, is not helpful for a yoga student. He should instead root in, not root outside, root in. And there is success outside, you are demanded more and more in every profession, isn't it? The more and more you are demanded, the more and more you are expended. Then you can no more do the internal practices unless you are of an extraordinary quality. As I told you in the morning, Ambarisha, who has been the king emperor for seven continents, could still be eternally linked with the divine. It's a very unique situation. But that is an exception. But the general rule is, the more you are entangled into objectivity, the less you are within your own being. Because you are spread everywhere. So therefore, you have to make sure that you find time for prayer. Prayer is a process of entering into oneself and relating to the, and observing the movements within, so that the inner movements also are stilled down, then you are in a still blue sky. Still blue sky. Then you are said to be in a different plane of existence. And it is so tasty, so tasty, 
that you would like to relate it to more and more. <coughs> That's where it is relevant if you study this stanza, Mandara Makaranda Madhurya Munatena Madhupambu Bhavune Madhana Mulaka. Because your mind has tasted that clean blue light, it would like to associate with it because it finds much solace over there. Just regularly, busily participating in all the activities of Jagadguru Pita may not be very helpful. Please remember that. You are put to lot of activities from morning to evening, isn't it? Where are you? You are in action, in Ajurveda. You need to get to Samaveda and then Rigveda. You have to get into the song of the breath, which leads you to the light of the sound. The plan of work is what is Ajurveda. This is our way of defining it. Ajurveda is the plan of work. That is in relay with the help of your limbs. The five limbs, karma, karma indriyas, jnana indriyas, mind, you conduct it. It's okay, but do a meaningful work. Do not keep on moving like the rolling stones. We have sayings, no? Rolling stones gather. Much matter. It doesn't gather light. Isn't it? The more and more you are with the earthy things, you only gather more and more earthy aspects. So therefore from plan of work you shall have to move into plan of work. From there there is a promotion to the song of breath. That's what I call Samaveda. The song of breath when you regularly relate to, it leads you to the light of the sound. What is that light of sound, the pranava, which is heard in the inner chamber of your heart when you are at the subtle pulsation? Prana leads you to pranava. Prana leads you to pranava. Or the other way is, there are two techniques of relation which are given in the scriptures from ancient most times. The other way is, you relate to the clean blue sky at the forehead, above the brow, center. Then when you are in deep relation with the sky, the, the, the Akasha Guna is Shabda. Akasha Guna is Shabda. You will listen Om even without uttering Om. Uttering is, Om is kindergarten. Listening Om is being in the university. Meaning, meaning it leads you to the universe. It leads you to the universe when you are able to listen to the ever self-uttering pranava in you. It can happen either when you enter into Sushumna through your heart center or when you stay stable at the forehead. That's where when you are able to stay, when you are able to stay over there, like that in Gajendra Mosha, you have a stanza. Cheri conscience, you get a Sarira, which is Avdhyaya. 
Ajaya means not expended, not expendable. A body of light which is gradually takes birth and it finds its own growth and its own lives. Just like in the mother's womb, you, you enter as a point of awareness, build a bubble and then slowly solidify it and then grow from that bubble a, a tail, the cerebrospinal system and develop all the angas. <coughs> the, the light that you see here regularly at the brow center, all the light that you see between the brow center and heart, when you are, when you are associated with it, when you are associated with it for long years, that is what is said to be twelve years by Master Sivi. Twelve years. If we are able to associate with the light within, see in the evening prayer, we say, may the light in me be the light before me. But we don't care to see if really there is a light in us. Do we? We mechanize everything with the help of our mind. Isn't it? It's mechanics. For us, evening mechanics is, may the light in me be the light before me. Just to say it. Never get worried about that. Where is the light in me? When do I find it? What should I do to find that light? Where is that aspiration, theory aspiration? When that happens, slowly you are, you get more and more related to this light in you, and when you are relating to that light constantly and consistently, stably and comfortably, Slowly the point of light which you see, point of light is what we utter in the morning, from the point of light we say, isn't it? That light slowly vivifies itself into a form. And it takes material from this, from this very body. It's in this body, as I explained to you in the morning, there is the needed fire and the related light. In a samidha, there is the fire hidden. Likewise, in the seven tissues of the body, the fire is hidden. This is all collected so that you, the, the seventh tissue, which is virya, which is we have as sukra or spermatozoa or ovum, it slowly takes to the eighth tissue in you. Develop the eighth tissue. Development of the eighth tissue is a matter of celebration for a student of yoga. From seven tissues, you gather the fire and then the eighth tissue is given birth to by your regular meditation or prayer, whatever name you give it. That's why our ancients have always said tapas is the only way. Tapas is the only way. So, tapas, tapa itself is Fire generates, the process that generates fire in you is called tapas. There is a Sanskrit scholar, he can explain to you. Tapas means it's a process of generating the fire which is hidden in you, in your tissues of the body. In the blood cells it is there, in all the seven tissues it is there. It is all gathered and that is what we call the Kundalini fire. So this, when it generates, 
only through tapas is generated and then it forms gradually a body of light that is what exactly master cvv has promised that i shall bestow on you in a rapid manner a body of light sushmadeham amaratvam sadhinchi for that he said i will make also adjustments to your planetary karma జీవులలో గ్రహగతులను చక్క చేసి విఆర్ సో మచ్ వరీడ్ అబౌట్ అవర్ హారస్ తో పాల్ ట్రాన్సెప్షన్ exposes all your limitations and eventually liberates you from your limitations by giving you the right discipline that's how it is so therefore when this work happens the master says i will adjust your planetary karma <coughs> your planets are in my hands not in your hands your planets meaning your planetary configuration which gives you a particular chemistry i take charge of it i would make the needed adjustments there was one great astrologer come philosopher during master cvv's time his name is pothuraj narsimham he has become later a very important medium of the master he was a very friendly with Sarvepalli Radhakrishnan, they were colleagues. Putraj Narasimham was the talk of the day in Chennai during those days for his knowledge of philosophy, Vedanta. And he, he is no less than Sarvepalli. And he, by virtue of the grace, he could get in contact with the Master. Putraj Narasimham, who is fondly known as P.N., <coughs> P.N., he was as much an astrologer as he was a philosopher normally philosophers do not get into the the other branches of occult sciences because they deviate with the brahman state but he learned astrology and he is of a was an authority in astrology so one day he wrote a letter to master that uh, this is my present <coughs> progression of my chart the progression of my chart shows that in this year it is very likely that i meet with death that i meet with death then the master wrote back saying your planets are no more in your hands the moment we have invoked the sound cvv there in my head they do not work according to the program which is ordained on account of your behavior. They work according to my plan. So, therefore, do not worry about your death. Number one. Number two, he said, the Master said, you and your wife survive me, meaning you live only after I leave. One of the beauty of a Sadhguru is, he doesn't let any of his followers to live or pre-deceive him. You won't let. Ayur Arvagaishwari Vastu 
ఇస్ ది ఆశీర్వచనం ఇస్ ఇన్ దిస్ లాంగ్వేజీ వాట్ ఫర్ లాంగ్వేజీ నాట్ ఇండ్రెజ్ ఇన్ ఆ సిల్లీ థింగ్స్ ఆఫ్ ది వరల్డ్ లాంగ్వేజీ ఫర్ ప్రాక్టీస్ లాంగ్వేజీ ఫర్ ప్రాక్టీస్ హెల్త్ విచ్ ఎనేబుల్స్ యూ టు ప్రాక్టీస్ అండ్ దెన్ ఈశ్వరత్వ గే ఇన్ మాస్టర్ వెన్ యూ హ్యావ్ బికమ్ మాస్టర్ ఆఫ్ యువర్ ఓన్ లైఫ్ యూ ఆర్ ది కింగ్ ఆఫ్ యువర్ లైఫ్ సో హీ డజంట్ లెట్ దట్ దోస్ హూ ఆర్డెంట్లీ ఫాలో హిమ్ ప్రీ డిసీజ్ ప్రీ డిసీజ్ సో ది మాస్టర్ సెట్ యూ వుడ్ సర్వైవ్ అండ్ యూ వుడ్ ఈవెన్ కంటిన్యూ ది యోగా ఆఫ్టర్ మీ సో థింక్ నాట్ ఆఫ్ యువర్ దెర్ దీస్ లెటర్స్ ఆర్ పబ్లిష్డ్ దే ఆర్ దేర్ ఇన్ బుక్స్ ఇన్ కుంభకోణం సో వై ఐ సే దిస్ ఈజ్ the moment you take the sincerely to the prayer of the master he is willing to adjust your planetary karma <coughs> meaning your personal karma that's what he says i would neither purge karma nor do i postpone karma i neutralize karma karma neutralize karma is neither purge nor postponed it is neutralized so therefore the practice of sitting is important this is what every time when i meet for nekal or december or tal i make a such an emphasis of our vikar it is the central theme for man to gain liberation or independence that's why this land is the sacred land of india always emphasized upon tapas సతపో తప్యత సతపో తత్వ ఎవ్రీ టైమ్ ది స్టూడెంట్ నో సంథింగ్ అండ్ రిపోర్ట్స్ ది మాస్టర్ ది మాస్టర్ సేస్ మెడిటేట్ మోర్ యు విల్ నాట్ సే ఎస్ వాట్ యూ సే ఇస్ ఓకే బట్ మెడిటేట్ మోర్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ఇన్ తైత్రి ఉపనిషన్ దెన్ అగైన్ భృగుర్వై వారుణి లాల్ రిసిటేషన్ వై డూ లైక్ పేరెస్ బట్ the intention have to be taken given so therefore take seriously with this prayer sit quiet invoke the name of the master and allow the master to work with you and see what is happening within you do not see outside anymore let the wandering dog be a tamed dog that sits within the compound. Isn't it? A tamed dog doesn't go out and generally move in the streets. Does it? It does not. A tamed dog. A wandering dog, it never sits at home. And a mind which is always wandering in prayer is a wandering dog. Isn't it? it has to be brought back tamed through regular practice abhyasamo vairagyamo these are the two words both patanjali uses these two words and lord krishna and bhagavad gita are vedavyasa uses <coughs> abhyasa vairagya vairagya means viraga vidya adyakyu you should get it's okay sir i have there is the there is a you should feel santoshtade ee moodu jagamula poojindu santoshikin eppudu kalugu subham santoshikaakunta samsara chethu and we don't feel enough we are always running after things 
isn't it? So enough is enough. Now I am in prayer. I turn inward. The master visits me. With the help of the master, I set things right inside me. With this attitude, if you regularly sit, it has to be a practice to regularly sit. That is abhyas. Must be very regular. Must. It's essential. And you have to supplement it with a, a detached attitude towards the outer world. That's what Master Dalkul, who is, he uses a phrase, a phrase, detached attachment. Detached attachment. Meaning you are with everything, but you are not stuck with anything. You are with profession, you are not stuck with profession. You are with family, you are not stuck with the family. You are with your body, you are not stuck with your body. You are with the society, you are not stuck with the society. You are with relatives, you are not stuck with the relatives. You are with the friends, you are not stuck with the friends. You are so well associated with everything, yet there is a a kind of detachment. That is Vairagya. Nothing in the in your life program shall obstruct your program of prayer. This has to be ensured to gain the final independence. Final independence. So with that attitude of Vairagya and when the Abhyasa is fairly well settled, then slowly the inner movements also, when the adjustments are all completely done, there is stillness within. It is in that stillness within you experience the Akasha, the Hara Akasha, like the scriptures speak of. Akasha. And they relate to the Akasha. Relate to the Akasha. We have to go up to that point, up to that point, and stick to it. Each time we utter Om, get to forehead. The purpose of Om is to lead you over there. It, it is a ladder from the infernal regions to the blissful regions. With the help of the sound of Om, or with the unuttered sound of the exhalation, move upward. Om. Many times I explain, don't say Om like that. That would be barking. Don't bark. You have to sound it well. This sound has to happen as a nasal sound. Nasal sound. The air should pass through the bridge of the nose. It should, it should make a knock at the bro center. Hello, I am here. Just like knocking at the roof. Just like knocking at the roof, 
casual with home, don't be mechanical with home, just do it. Just sit quiet, home. Then in that blue sky, you can make the utterance of CVV, CVV. Then the master presents. His bhakti is only to help us. If we make a very sincere call, it has to be a sincere call. Otherwise it will be the story of the boy and the tiger. Nana Puli, you know that. He was for nothing cars, inviting us. The boy and the father went to a jungle. The father was to cut some wood for the fire. So he told the boy, in case you see any animal, like, like a tiger, he was, he said, set him on a tree and said, call out for me, I will immediately come. He said, if the tiger appears, say, Nana Puli, I will come wherever I am. So just for fun, the boy said, Nana Puli. Then the father came running, the boy was not serious, there was no Puli, there was no tiger. So the father smiled and went. Then again, after some time, he did the same thing. There was no tiger. He still said, Nana Puli. So out of love and affection and compassion, attachment, so many things father would have towards his son. He came running and the boy smiles. Just, there is no tiger, I only said. That time, really the tiger was there. The boy called out, Nana Puli. But the father said, ah, this one is not serious. Is not serious. <clears throat> like that, when we casually make utterance of Master CGV or any Sadhguru, when you are casual in your invocation, he is say, hey, this fellow is not serious. He is not serious. <laughs> with Sraddha, with Bhakti, with Sraddha, with Bhakti. With complete intent, we have to say, Master, see, we, we, Namaskar. Don't be casual. Say that after settling yourself. Krishna suggests settling at the Brahma center in sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Upanishads speak of settling in the heart center. We took any center of your choice. enable the functioning of the energy in such a fashion that he stills you within. You are stilled outside, you are still inside. That is the purpose. In that stilled state, there is the formation of the golden body, which is called Sukshva Sarira, which will gradually 
as it grows in its vibration and radiation, tends to be a diamond, a body of diamond light, karna sarira. In those bodies we can live longer. Chiranjeevis live like that. This is what the Master promises. I settle you in the Akshara path of you and don't leave you in your Akshara path. If you, if you are let yourself into Akshara path, every time you experience death and birth. If you are into the Akshara path, even if you take birth, you don't have the experience of Garbhanaraka. Nor do you have the experience of Maranayatana. Both are not there. For the enlightened beings, the entry and the, the exit are not painful experiences. For purposes of birth, when the enlightened beings descend, they impose themselves on, a, on the body that grows in the womb of the mother. Master Sri explained that. That the one who fulfills in yoga, not only in his yoga, the agent, Yoga that Master gave is no different from Ashtanga Yoga, except that he speeded up the process with the help of a sound key. And that sound key has come to him. So therefore the processes happen in the same manner. Once you are into this body of light, you move into that body of light and you are now more residing in the body of flesh and blood. Moving into the giving birth to body of life, moving into it or taking birth in it, is called dvijatva. That is what is intended by upanayana, which we are doing tomorrow to some boys. Upanayana is not just a formality, it's a great initiation. <coughs> The aim of Upanayana is that you walk near to the light in you, Upanayana, and you form yourself, you form a body of light within you and enter into you, then you are called a Dvija, meaning you are born for the second time. Dvi is a relation to number two. Ja, but Dvija. No one can call himself a Dvija even if he is born in a Brahmin family, unless he has gained body of light. <coughs> Only those are called dvijas, dvijulu. So dvija is different from any person who is born in a family, Brahmin family. One need not be born in a Brahmin family to be a dvija. Others, there are many seers who have gained that body and have become dvijas. It is the fundamental right of every human being. Fundamental right. To learn certain sciences like uttering Vedas or certain other things, you need certain eligibilities. But to, for bhakti and yoga, every human being is, is eligible. So, coming back to the central theme, try to sit like a lion in the cave. Try to sit. A lion generally does not wander. You may see a tiger wandering, but not a lion. A lion is always in the cave. When it needs food, it goes out, finds a prey, and once its stomach is filled, he will not hunt anymore. He will come back and he does his respiratory activity, isn't it? 
a very hybrid dog also at home it stays with its four legs like a lion and keeps on respiring isn't it that's our that is our symbol be a lion or a dog when it comes to dog it is that atreya we say whatever it is you should be able to stay within the compound of your body as called the compound of the temple because eventually the body you build would be a temple through which you do lot of service to the society a man who has a body of light can can do human service to humans like all great seers of this land there is service which lasts for centuries sankracharya or paramacharya as is supposed to be in the mind and the masters sitting in kumbhakonam with the help of the body of light diamond light he has he has spread all over the planet you don't have to move you don't have to move your energy moves shirdi sai sitting in shirdi he moved all over the country and is moving out also but the master moved every to every country so why i am saying this is the importance of building the eighth tissue which is called ojani ojani from ojas you get the tejas from tejas you get brajas like that we speak when we chant about my mother gayatri it ojas tejas balamasi brajas when brajas comes you settle in devanam dhama namasi meaning devas dhama meaning the abode of gods in the abode of devas deva means lighted field that is your head so this is our program my job is to remind our syllabus my job is to remind our syllabus and see that we follow our syllabus do not dissipate into so many things and lose time because when the time approaches sampraapte you know this process sanihite kale nahi nahi rakshati all that useless knowledge that we gather around <coughs> isn't it and most of us are in the second part of the life people who are above 50 are many here isn't it and there is no guarantee that another 50 years we will be in the body so even before this body dissipates you shall have to make haste to prepare this body of light let that be the priority of our life by that we survive that that we survive as long as we are working to survive death to transcend death not to postpone death like hiranyakashipu or ravana they are all people who wanted to live in this body of flesh and blood they wanted that they shall not die in this body but the truth is if you gain the body of life you shall never die shall never die so the seers are 
eternally they are there. All the seers are eternally there. All the masters of wisdom, they are eternally there. They may take the body of flesh and blood, conduct certain work and depart and live in the body of life. That's how people live in Kanchana Dehas, in Vajra Dehas. Vajra Deha means Karna Sarira. Kanchana Dehas means golden life. For what? To serve the plan of God upon earth. To serve the plan of God upon earth. For that we need to build it. So that we are a useful instrument in the hands of God. To that end we have to work. So therefore stay put like the lion in the cave in the inner chamber of your being, either at the brow center or in the heart center. Be a simha, but not a grama simha. You know grama simha? The dog, the wandering dog is called grama simha. Simha is the lion that stays in the cave. And simha, the sound of simha is associated with soham. Isn't it? Simha, Soham, leading to Hamsa, and then Hasaum. There are so many modifications to these two sounds. Sam is the sound of Purusha, Ham is the sound of the nature, Prakriti. That's why we have Sahasra, Sirsha, Purusha. That's how we start with the sound Sa. And when it comes to Madhi Mazar, we say Hiranyavarnam Ha. Saha. So that is Simha, Soham, Hamsa, Hasam. All this is nothing but the transformation of energy that takes place in you, of which I will speak tomorrow. But note that if we have gathered to relate to Master CVV, we have unconsciously decided to take to the prayer, which does the needed transformations. When the transformations happen, only then there is the transcendence. Once the transcendence happens, as I said, into the blue sky of our own being, then there is a transfiguration, meaning from this form a body of light is figured out. So there is initially transmutation, then transformation, then transcendence and then transfiguration. These are the steps of yoga. We cannot be just in a as is various condition. As is various condition. The processes should happen and the whole work of yoga is the work of fire. Only fire transforms. Therefore enough fire should be generated when you are in the prayer. <coughs> Strictly speaking, when you do the prayer of the Master, lot of fire generates and you feel heat in the body. Master was so very enthusiastic that many would sincerely practice and they would have lot of heated bodies and therefore he suggested drinking lot of buttermilk. The mediums were recommended to drink much buttermilk. Drinking buttermilk without enough fire generated enough. <laughs> At best, they settle the stomach in good condition. But the purpose for which the Master himself was taking jugs and jugs of buttermilk when he was doing it. 
జగ్స్ మరసెంబు ఐ డోంట్ నో వాట్ ఇట్ ఈజ్ ఇన్ కెనడా మరసెంబు వాట్ ఇస్ మరసెంబు వీస్ టు హ్యావ్ ది బ్రాంజ్ వెసెస్ ఇన్ విచ్ వీస్ టు క్యారీ వాటర్ ఎవ్రీ వన్ అవర్ వన్ ఫుల్ ఫ్లాష్ లెట్ ఇస్ సే ఆఫ్ బట్టర్ఫ్లై and he says this yoga generates enough fire for transformation so may that happen with us and may we continue with this work uh, and may call on december call i have nothing to say but this at other times i may say about so many other things of wisdom because jnanam is anantam there are so many vistas of jnana which we can deliberate and feel joyful because jnana itself purifies jnana purifies nahi jnana sadrsham pavitram hevidyate then nothing which is much more effective than jnana to purify the whole being so jnana is always enticing interesting and elevates from our mundane state but then yoga is a process of transformation it is intended for transformation and if we are with master he gives you yoga and also concurrently gives you jnana he teaches from within that is the beauty all that one knows is taught to him from within because once you are at the akasha you listen to this sound akasha vani we have you know we have akasha vani even comes up would listen to akashvani see don't we see in the story of krishna that kamsa had has had akashvani kamsa had it devaki had it vasudeva had it means of what stature they are of what stature had we been there on the in the street we would not have been able to listen ఆకాశవాణి వికెనట్లేదన్ ఎక్సెప్ట్ త్రూ ది రేడియో ఇదంట బట్ దే హ్యాడ్ ఆకాశవాణి మీన్స్ దే ఆర్ సచ్ స్టేచర్డ్ పీపుల్ అండ్ ఎట్ వన్ ప్రిఫర్డ్ నాట్ టు ఫాలో ది పాత్ ఆఫ్ ధర్మ అండ్ మీట్ విత్ డెత్ సో దేర్ ఫోర్ ది ప్రాక్టీస్ రిలేటెడ్ టు ప్రేయర్ దట్స్ వై వీ హ్యావ్ బీన్ డూయింగ్ లాంగ్ సెషన్స్ ఆఫ్ ప్రేయర్స్ ఇట్ రిసీవ్ అవర్ ఫోర్టీన్ ఇయర్స్ the duration of prayers is increasing in bengaluru isn't it so also everywhere so also everywhere. the idea is not only in our gatherings we do it even at home do it do it for long hours sat dirgha kala nairantarya satkara sevito dhrudabhumihi so there is a parajam in yoga so <coughs> stabilize your being in the forehead meaning your awareness and i say your being the being is nothing but a pulsating awareness that's all you are not your form jiva is a pulsating unit of awareness like the bird it is it is the it's aware awareness in pulsation that is what we are this form changes every time but not the light relating to you and the principle of pulsation so be a pulsating principle live like a bird in the sky relating to you 
which exists in the deep down in the heart or in the brain center, stay there and be quiet. To that end we have to work. Do not get, do not lose patience. Patience is the fundamental quality you need for this. Because we know when we sit, nothing happens and mind goes and picks up all problems and comes and discusses them during the prayer hour. All our problems it brings. But again we have to recollect that we are in relation with the light. This practice has to be done regularly. Arjuna himself says in sixth chapter, what you speak is, I don't think, possible. Very clear. When you speak it looks very nice. Isn't it? To speak it is easy, but, but to gain that state is very difficult. So a man of the caliber of Arjuna, he says, all that you say is like holding the air in the fist. Holding the air in the fist. Can you hold the air in the fist? It is, you cannot. Likewise, we cannot hold on to it. Why do you say such things which we cannot practice? Because Arjuna is our representative before Krishna. He is a representative of humanity. He is a Nara, no? Nara. They are all Naras. So therefore Krishna says, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. There are two things which you need to, to gain it. One is Abhyasa, another is Vairagya. If you have these two with you, Abhyasa, meaning persistency, persistent working with the process. That is Abhyasa. That's why a Sadguru always seeks from his followers how much he, he doesn't ask how much he have earned, what are the properties he have brought, did you develop your properties, did you buy some land, did you, how are your children, are they studying well. More important for the Sadhguru is, is your Abhyasa happening unimpeded? Is your Abhyasa happening unimpeded? That is the fundamental question. A true teacher asks his students. Since many teachers know that it doesn't happen, they don't ask these days. <laughs> Is Abhyasa happening without impediments? Have you developed enough Vairagya? Are you, st- you are still toiling or meddling or toying with your so-called apparent problems? These are the questions. If you look back into the, the dialogues between the teacher and the student, they care more for Abhyasa and Vairagya. In those aspects, how are you? <coughs> Is your prayer moving in such a fashion that you are self-forgetful? That's how you have to? Other things are not important for a teacher. So therefore this practice, please, if you pick up early, there is always a signboard on the road, no? Start early, reach safe. If we don't start, those who start early, they have long, enough time span to reach it. But those who are sincere, if you are sincere, though you are, you started late, the master gives longer, which this is another dimension. 
ఇట్ ఈస్ సో విత్ ఎవ్రీ సద్గురు ఇఫ్ యూఆర్ సిన్సియర్ విత్ యువర్ ప్రాక్టీస్ అండ్ యువర్ ప్రోగ్రెసింగ్ హీ వుడ్ హ్యావ్ హీ వుడ్ ఆర్బిట్రేట్ విత్ డెత్ ఏంజిల్ ఆఫ్ డెత్ ఈస్ ట్రైంగ్ టు ఈజ్ వర్కింగ్ ఇట్ అవుట్ వైట్ ఈజ్ ఇన్ ది మెయిన్ వెల్ బికాస్ ఇట్ ఇన్ ది మెయిన్ వెల్ ఇఫ్ ది బాడీ ఈజ్ గాన్ అగైన్ యూ హ్యావ్ ద విరీ బాన్ అండ్ అగైన్ గెట్ ఇన్ టచ్ విత్ యోగా ప్రాక్టీస్ అండ్ దెన్ రీస్టార్ట్ అగైన్ శాస్త్ర కృష్ణ సేషన్ సిక్స్ చాప్టర్ దేర్ ఫోర్ ది లా ది మాస్టర్ హీ సేస్ డోంట్ లెట్ యువర్సల్ గిన్ వెన్ సమన్ ఈజ్ రెగ్యులర్లీ ప్రాక్టీస్ యూ నీడ్ మై కన్సల్ట్ బిఫోర్ యూ స్నాప్ హిస్ లైఫ్ థ్రెడ్ దిస్ ఈస్ ఎగ్జాక్ట్లీ వాట్ లార్డ్ శివా డస్ టు బై అక్కండయ్య హీ ఆర్బిట్రేట్ విత్ లార్డ్ ఆఫ్ డెత్ he says he is in the process of gaining immortality he is working for it why do you now come and take away his life and then lord also gives a commandment whoever is working to gain immortality don't come in the way of his practice if he is busy with otherwise he is otherwise busy apply the law apply the law when, when when he has other priorities when he has this as his only priority only this as his priority then don't let fear that's what is the mantra of purvarokamiva vandhanahan murtyor mukshiyamam that's him right and like a cucumber a ripe and cucumber with the creeper it is almost detached the ripened cucumber <coughs> which is with the creeper is almost detached which is just touch it it comes into your hand there is no process of plucking it so when someone is in the process of ripening even the lot of that waves and much more so when you are in the path yoga path guided by a sadguru or when you are in a extreme good relation with the if you are relating to the divinity in whichever form it is when you are in that process of transforming yourself to gain the body of life the longevity is there is extension given extension of service when good work is done even in employment there is extension of service isn't it which these days nobody would like to continue <laughs> because service has become such a complicated thing employment but here this service of gaining thereafter you will, you are recruited into greater service that's why the work this is one of the fundamental objectives pronounced by master cvv which we this evening we we, we come up to starting from the unstable nature binding nature to an unbinding nature we have the ninth nature is completely divine thereafter there is the, the nature as force in the three gunas rajas tamas sattva this is the field of force of nature beyond that it is pure consciousness then there is the force field of force then there are pancha bhutas it is the field of matter so nature arranges in nine steps the five 
elements build the visible world the visible world and the force runs this five fivefold nature with the three qualities rajas tamas and sattva that's the four speed beyond this five and three there is the ninth one five and three eight hasta prakriti is beyond that there is the ninth one that is the pure consciousness that's what we call the mother which emerges from its background which we call satyam shivam sundaram etc etc so that's how there are ten we are ten there is the, there is the pure existence in us as is the tenth step atyadishta dashangulam ninth state is its pure light the emergence its ex- existence its quality is pure light stable light <coughs> permeating light like like the adarsha vayu moves fire moves water moves matter transforms at akasha is always akasha akasha also has three states akasha mahakasha parakasha mahadakasha parakasha in three steps there is akash so when you get into unchangeable nature then only you are said to be free from the eight fold nature which is ever mutating one force keeps on moving matter keeps on mutating so in this changing world you can remain as an unchangeable one that is what is said as tisap prajnatva the very second chapter lab speaks of siddha prakeshwa which is truly speaking setting a goal which we have to reach eventually through the knowledge of karma yoga jnana yoga karma sanyas yoga atma sanyama yoga that's what is arranged i would not like to take more time except that we have to relate to the master and set the nature within still and keep the example with you of this tamed tamed dog or the lion in the cave versus this tree dog the nature should not move like a tree dog tree dog has no plan no program no rhythm it just keeps moving A tame dog has a program. It has to guard the guard the house. It has its place to stay. It has its place to eat. It has its place to excrete. Everything is orderly, from disorder to order. So there is a nature which is disorderly. As you move into an orderly nature, from there you move into a stable nature. That's how we saw nothing but moving into better states of nature. The whole creation is made. by nature only so stabilizing this nature we are we gain to that state of ninth nature where you gain the needed independence and even then you have to to stay there you have to be ever linked with the, the the existence which is the background for the awareness that's how all seers are eternally linked through tapas with the divine when there is a work they finish and come back and be in tapas the the ideal that is set for the beings in creation not only humans 
for all beings in cremation creation the ideal is set as vasistha no why he is called vasistha he is the stablest one <coughs> stablest vas means to reside vas he is the best one that demonstrates the kind of stability that's right we always speak of vasistha gautama kumbha sambhava like that rasya the category of our job is to see them as our ideas all the masters of wisdom have gained that stable nature <coughs> we also have to gain it so that we rejoice well the human life which is which is capable of experiencing the every experiencing every plane the divine cannot experience the mundane plane the mundane beings like animals they cannot experience the divine plane man can be either way he can relate to the mundane planes he can relate to the divine plane he can relate to the absolute and tend to be the absolute such is the scope for which a master of wisdom is willing to help us that's where they are eternally regarded as the sons of the mother guru priya guru mandala roopini so many things are there but fundamentally let us take every time we meet either for vekar or december call there is all to be stayed to gain stability nothing should disturb us that stability shall have to come to us may the master bless us towards that and swasti prajabhyah paripalayantam nyayena margena mahimahesha so brahmanebhyah subhamastu nityam lokas samastas sukhino bhavantu lokas samastas sukhino bhavantu lokas samastas sukhino bhavantu Om Shanti Shanti Shanti